F F F episode 1496. That I will do a podcast on a Saturday, but I got I got all my work done at work, and I'm I'm it's either this or watching Netflix, and I really don't want to watch. I will not get into Stranger Things. You can't make me. But Mike, it's so good. Mike's Daily Podcast. Nah, not today. Did you enjoy the last show where Stormy Phoenix stopped by? Wasn't that great? Mike's Daily Podcast. We're at the last place on earth somewhere in Podcastro Valley 10. And now I have to give you something that's my little gift to you. And here it is. Black Friday's over. You're welcome. That's so awesome. I hate the biz. The biz of shopping, trying to find a parking spot. Mike's Daily Podcast. Nothing for the heart, nothing for the pot, as it were. We're here at the last place on earth. And Mike's today we'll get to Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floor Podcast. John Deere, the engineer. Yeah! And I will stand in the rain forever. And do 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 do. Actually, it's supposed to rain tonight. I can already see the clouds forming as I look out the windows of Cafe Anyway. And, oh, somebody just walked in. Hello, oh Mike Matthews. It's Shelly Shuhart, gift shop supervisor. I am, like, so done with Black Friday. Well, Black Friday is done. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. I sold everything in the gift shop. Everything in the gift shop at Cafe Anyway is gone? Yeah, I made a bunch of money. I'm going on a vacation. Yay for you. Look who else walked in. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. We've made some new taffy that we can sell at the gift shop. Mm-hmm. At Cafe Anyway. Mm. Taffy. Aw, taffy. Roman chewing candy. Huh? That's what I've heard it also called. Hey, well... That sounds great. You know, taffy is that wonderful stuff gets stuck in your teeth. I was telling someone how Abba Zabba is made right close to where we are in Podcaster Valleyton in Hayward. And here's today's podcast picture. And if you would like to eat Abba Zabba in a more, well, quick manner, you can freeze it. And then it just like kind of breaks apart like little pieces and it, 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 you're able to chew it and consume it faster than, or if you like the chewy, chewy way of eating it, good for you. You can still do that. I don't care. Hey, the podcast picture today is of me. Oh, no, it's not. It's of Basil the Boxer playing with a dog that we met as we were walking along the Hayward Regional Shoreline. This picture is actually from two, maybe even three years ago. I found it while I was looking through my old iPhone. And I know I put down Apple and iPhones way too much. I say how they're hoity-toity and they're basically built for people that are snobs and stuck up and stuck on themselves and full of themselves and blowhards and have nothing creative to say and they stink and they're old and they're stupid. 
I might be missing one or two other things about him. But what I like, uh, what what I, I I've kept my old iPhone because well now it's an iPod basically, and I use it to wake me up in the morning when Basil the Boxer forgets to wake me up. But I was looking at my old iPhone. I haven't looked inside of it. I switched from my iPhone to a Samsung phone, a Android operated operating system. Oh, you know what? Can we talk about people who stutter? I know I'm stuttering a lot today. There's a guy, I really enjoy his podcast, but sometimes his stuttering really gets to me. And so he knows his stuttering is annoying. It sounds like a car trying to start. Because he'll try and start a sentence. He's political. He always talks about politics and he talks about Al Franken. So he says, and when Al Franken, when Al Franken, when Al Franken, when Al Franken did the thing with the, th- with the, th- with the, and he starts, and he backs up and tries to finish the sentence, but he backs up again. I hate that. Oh. So what he does for his own podcast is he writes everything out beforehand. He's a well-known guy. He used to be on NPR. I'm not going to say his name. Let's just say it rhymes with Ken Rudin. And he just stutters way too much. He's, he does like a guest shot on Minnesota Public Radio. He knows this stuff. I love his podcast. I listen to his podcast every week. It's called The Political Junkie. And I, I just can't stand the way he stutters. Oh, and when he interviews other people, they start to stutter like he does. And you never get anything, nothing said because they're backing up and going forward, backing up. It's one step forward, two steps back. My point being is that's my catchphrase. And I was stuttering. And now I don't know where I am. Oh, food trucks. Food trucks have this, they're so big in today's world, especially here in the Bay Area or, you know, Oregon, Portland, Seattle. I don't like the first, the prices at food trucks in the Bay Area anyway are crazy expensive. And then you've got nowhere to sit to eat it. Sometimes you get a bunch of food trucks that park all around each other and it's sponsored by the city and they put out some picnic tables for you to eat on. But people as a whole in America, and this is my point, and this is what I really want to say. Please let me say it. That is, we eat too fast. We eat too quickly. We don't Observe what we eat we'll, we'll have that first bite And we'll go Oh this is so good And we're consuming All these calories Food trucks generally Not the healthiest food Lots of fats Lots of frying Deep frying Heavy Fatty Things In it Oh so good But yet so bad for you And we We don't Slow down and enjoy what we eat We don't think we're, we're watching TV We're listening to podcasts We're talking to each other We don't slow down And people standing and eating Are the worst Because when you're standing Your body's not in a state of relaxing And focusing on the food You're in, the, you're in a state of Balancing on your feet And standing up And your legs are feeling your weight And in my case My right foot is hurting me and you know, that's just your, you're just your, you just your starting a car and it won't start and it won't start. <laughs> that is why I say 
Sit down. Enjoy your food. Get away from food. Don't buy food from food trucks unless they supply a place for you to sit. Then forget about it. Go to a restaurant. Sit down and eat at a restaurant. Pay that weighed person, your food server, a nice tip because they've made where you are sitting nice and a nice experience. Hey, if they didn't clean up the crumbs and and from the last people sitting before you, maybe don't give them such a big tip. However, if the people that were sitting at your table before you were a crazy family, a young couple with eight kids, and the kids are running around, and they, the parents look miserable, and they don't know how to cook anymore, so they bring their kids to the restaurant to pay for them, and they don't, they just let it, they don't care, they just leave this huge mess when they go. Oh, then give that waiter, I mean food server, a huge tip because they deserve it for putting up with those awful, awful parents that just, oh my gosh. All the kids running around, the kids are full of, they're eating this horrible fast food. Okay, now I'm thinking of a fast food experience. I went to a Derwiner Schnitzel once a year ago. I just had a craving And they were shoving all those coupons Into my mailbox And I had to go To have a I hadn't had one of their awful gross chili dogs in a long time And I sat down and I ate it really slow But then a family showed up Of eight kids With two parents And the parents are really overweight And look sad and depressed And the kids made a huge mess And they're not even eating Eating their food And they're full They're pumped up Full of fast food And you know That stuff is processed And it turns right to sugar In your system And a kid It turns not only Into sugar But it turns into Some sort of super serum It's a super serum That makes them Super people That fly around My point being That we should Stay away from food trucks And fast food And cook at home And eat slow Hey, mikesdailypodcast.com is a great website where you can listen to past shows. You can actually catch past interviews I've done. I got to interview Keith Urban about 15 years ago when he was just getting started. And he sang a Dire Straits song. No, not Money for Nothing and Your Chicks for Free. No, not The Walk of Life. No, not Sultans of Swing. No, not So Far Away. He sang Romeo and Juliet because I asked him to. And he was a nice guy and he sang it so you can hear that. And other cool interviews that I've done I interviewed Saint Motel Before they got popular with their song Gotta get up, gotta get up Move, na 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 What was the other one they had? The other one that sounded just like that All their big songs So that's all there at mikesdailypodcast.com Here are all the past interviews, past shows And you can help out through that Amazon link Click on that Amazon link Buy whatever it is You're gonna buy And that helps us out Thank you And I As a podcaster Promise Not to stutter Not to be a snob About things Like Frick You know what Get your dang If you need a smartphone Get the Samsung one With the Android system at the, Why do you need The iPhone stuff the guy that I know that, that goes on and on about Apple Is he loves the fact that the iPhone does everything for you That you don't have to think 
fine. All right, if you don't want to think and you don't mind spending way, way too much for a smartphone, go for that. But I'm fine with the Samsung. My point being, I think we live in a world now. Mike'sDailyPodcast.com also has the PayPal if you'd like to help us out that way. Oh, if you're going to shop on Amazon, go through Mike'sDailyPodcast.com and that helps us out when you do that. Have you ever been interested in someone? This goes to whatever gender, whatever, whatever you identify as. This goes to you, straight to you. You liked someone. You wanted to get with someone. You ask them out. They say no. Did you ask them out again? Or did you take no for an answer? I find it interesting in today's sexual harassment enlightened world in which we live where we are hypersensitive about all this stuff. First off, let me just say I'm glad that we live in this world. I'm glad there is attention put on all these crappy jerky jerk-offs. Maybe that's not the term I wanted to use. These idiots, these horrible men that did not take no for an answer or that did things that were inappropriate, that didn't use common sense and think, hey, maybe this person might not like that. I'm glad we are living in a world where we're putting spotlights on these idiots. And I have never been, when I have asked someone out and they said no, I didn't pursue it. I'm like, okay, they're lost. That's what I always say, they're lost. <laughs> when my, when my ex-wife wanted a divorce, I said, her loss. But Mike, you should have fought for her. You shouldn't have taken no for an answer. Nope, I take no for an answer. That's why I'd probably be a horrible salesman. But that's my point. That's what I'm getting to, is we live in a world that over the past several decades, we've lived in this world, this, what's that horrible play that they made me watch that had the Malkoviches in it? The uh, Death of a Salesman. And always be closing and all that crap, ABC. And never take no for an answer. No, if, you, if you're that kind of a person, you're a jerk and I hate you. And I've always hated salespeople. And as soon as I sense, I sniff, I smell, I gotta catch a whiff of your salesmanship or womanship or salespersonship or your salesship. I just, I close the door, I hang up the phone, I leave the premises, I get away from you. That's not, I don't like that. I don't like the hard sell. I don't like the soft sell. I do love Tainted Love, but I do, it's a song, but I do, think we live in a world that has become a, a world of salesmen as Rush once said the sounds of salesmen salesmen begin the day with a happy voice of Reddit um, it's your honesty it's a Rush song okay spirit in the radio spirit of the radio whereas you had we are spirits living in a material world and that was Ghost in the Machine by the police around the same time. I think, though, the police album came out after. But that's either here nor there, nor over there, or up there. But both, both bands were bands with three guys playing music together. And some people think that Rush, in fact, stole a lot from the police uh, on their album Signals. But whatever. 
My point being, cafe whatever, cafe anyway. Anyway. Ginormous. Mike is. My point is that. Mikey Fikey. Great. You will pay at some point if you do not take no for an answer. That's all I have to say. The chickens have come to roost, y'all. Um, I think we've gotten through all that. I just wanted to say all that. Thank you for listening to the podcast and allowing me to say all that to you. Someone who apparently has not taken no for an answer for quite a while, Trump, said uh, today he has defended his decision to appoint a temporary director to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, or the CFPB. Mm, I love a little PB. Peter, peanut butter. I don't care for Peter butter. He can just shove off for all I care. Despite the outgoing head already naming a successor. Yes. The outgoing head of the PB&J named a successor. But Trump said, no, 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 no. I'm putting in a temporary director. And my computer just crashed. Thank you. Oh, and now it's gone. Oh, so frustrating. So that's what's happening with that, if you didn't know. And Trump was defending his position about that. Uh... Let's see. Amazon has announced what has sold the most, the top five selling items that they sold yesterday. The retailer has seized nearly half of all all online sales on the shopping holiday so far. Amazon hasn't released any sales figures, but said yesterday that customers in the U.S. are shopping at record levels. The company said... These are the top-selling items on their website. The Amazon Echo Dot, Fire TV Stick with Alexa Voice Remote, the TP-Link Smart Plug, okay, the Instant Pot. Oh, yes, that makes sense. My roommate bought an Instant Pot last year, and I think they, they usually, it's a pressure cooker, and I think as in last year, it sold, for, it was heavily discounted, so people were just picking that up. I mean, you can cook so much stuff. My roommate's making things that smell so wonderful. And the 23andMe DNA test was also a top seller. Let's see. The TP-Link Smart Plug is another Amazon product. It allows users to turn electronics on or off remotely using a tablet or smartphone. Ah. Fascinating. Um, So, okay, Trump appointed White House Budget Chief Mick Mulvaney on Friday to head the bureau following the resignation of former Director Richard Cordray. The move superseded Cordray's hand-selected pick for a temporary successor, which was Deputy Director Leandra English. But since Trump doesn't like women... What? What's my proof? Oh, come on. White House officials have called the decision a typical routine move, despite criticism from Democrats who have questioned Trump's authority to appoint someone to the independent consumer watchdog. Officials said that Trump was allowed to override the order by the Federal Vacancies Act. And another question the New York Times is asking, why Trump stands by Roy Moore, even as it fractures its party, his party, 
By the time Senator Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, made the last of his repeated pleas to Trump to keep his distance from Roy Moore, it was too late. To Mr. McConnell, only the president could extinguish a fire that he sees as endangering Republican Senate majority. But Trump, speaking by phone last Tuesday with Mr. McConnell, responded with the same argument he had been making for days inside the White House. The women who have called Mr. Moore a sexual predator, the president believes, may not be telling the truth. 40 years is a long time. He's run eight races and, has, and this has never come up, he said to television cameras on the South Lawn hours after his conversation with McConnell. Effectively endorsing Roy Moore before boarding Air, uh, Marine One. He didn't say it didn't happen, the president added. You have to listen to him also. Oh, there he goes with his both sides thing he likes to do. Trump's decision to reject every long shot plan to save the Senate seat reflects the imperative that an unpopular president faces to retain his political base, a determination that he should follow his own instincts after having felt steered into a disastrous earlier endorsement in the Alabama race and even his insistence that he himself has been the victim of false accusations of sexual misconduct. But in trying to, but in tying himself to Roy Moore, even as congressional leaders have abandoned the candidate, but we're talking even uh, uh, Paul Ryan, the president has reignited hostilities with his own party just as Senate Republicans are rushing to pass a politically crucial tax overhaul Mr. McConnell and his allies have been particularly infuriated by Mr. Trump and how he has reacted with indifference to a series of ideas that have been floated to try to block Roy Moore. And finally, did you see this? Six young Iraqis are taking a strategy straight out of the Kremlin's mischievous playbook with no thanks to Moscow their mischievous playbook where they're using hacked accounts to attack the Islamic State, so-called Islamic State, ISIS, and fake news to disrupt its virtual caliphate. Given the dangers, this according to the Daily Beast, given the dangers they face, the six people who make up the little group calling itself Dashgram, its name melding the uh, Arabica bean, I love Arabica beans. They go into coffee that tastes so good. No, I'm sorry. Melding the Arabic acronym for ISIS and Instagram, melding those two names together, are forced to live something resembling double lives. Four of them work professionally in information technology and cybersecurity. One is an engineer, the other a student, all of them living in Iraq. Their families and friends know nothing of their efforts to push back against ISIS. Uh, quote, we started thinking about how we could fight them online, said one of them. We were always messing around on the internet with, other, with each other anyway. ISIS is still a threat to Iraq, to Syria, even the world. So we started looking into exactly what might be effective on social media. Back then, uh, ISIS could do whatever they wanted. And we wanted to let them know we were going to fight them at, on the internet as well. As Twitter and Facebook began clamping down on extremist material, the encrypted messaging app called Telegram became the group's new hangout and means of distributing propaganda among its members across the globe. 
It all began with infiltrating their Telegram channels, said one of the members of Dashgram. We spent months observing and pretending to be ISIS members. We studied how they behaved, the sort of language they used, and tried to take note of the unwritten rules. Even the, in the apparent safety of their own homes, where they gathered as Dashgram on the weekends and after work, they would receive death threats every now and then on Twitter and Telegram from ISIS. We will find you and kill you, it would say. We just accepted that's part of our activities, he adds. We are IT experts. We take our cybersecurity extremely seriously. Um, so, they, what they did, some of their early efforts saw them Photoshop a pornographic scene into an image announcing the opening of a new media center. In Wilayat al-Kahar, Al-Kahar, an area that roughly correlates to uh, Deir Azur in eastern Syria. The scene is amusing, if a little crass, but it served as an important purpose. It let Dash know, or ISIS know, that we were capable of replicating their media to a very high standard. It was the first seed of doubt. Uh, we wanted to create items that ISIS members would not question and would share widely. Fake news. In one effort months ago, they released an official-looking video warning the ISIS official news agency, which has become the go-to source for information on the group's activities, that it had been hacked. It hadn't. But so legitimate-looking was the warning that moderators on various Telegram channels began marking uh, the output from the day as fake and warning members off of it. So that's what they've been doing. As we go outside a cafe, anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Valley. And that's what's happening in the world. As you went shopping, and who knows, doing what else? Enjoying your family. I hope you were enjoying your family. What I was doing was bringing you a podcast, and I may do so again tomorrow. But next show, we will have Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster... Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the podcast picture at MikeSillyPodcast.com. Enjoy a food truck that's parking outside your house right now. That that would work because then you could just get the food and go into your house and eat, right? I'd be cool with that. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at MikeSillyPodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.